Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Women, Men, and Bible Study. This morning, the winter session of Women of Passion kicked off. How beautiful it was to see women coming from all over South Orange County to meet together in God's name. Some came with their wealth of knowledge about women's Bible study, others with apprehension about, will I know enough? What if she calls on me? Will there be too much homework or not enough? But no matter, they came, about 60 of them, to our brand new venue. Not surprisingly, God showed up. Jesus promised, where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Matthew 18, verse 20. And oh my goodness, The Holy Spirit was indeed with us. You could feel His presence. There was an electric current in the beautiful chapel in San Juan Capistrano. It started with several worship songs led by Sweet Anna, who is new to most of us. It was good. It was right to praise God. Here's the thing, friends. When we sing songs of worship to God, a sweet aroma is ushered in. We as humans are able to disengage from the hectic lives we lead and focus on a great, big God. And He comes to fill our praise with Himself. There is nothing like it on earth to compare. Can I ask you something? Kind of personal, but may I ask you this? Do you intentionally offer up any kind of worship to God? Like, do you tell him how good and how great he is? It is a wonderful way to start your day. Do you thank him for his good gifts to you? Someone recently said to me, If tomorrow you woke up with only the things you thanked God for today, well, what would you have? Hmm. Today, I thanked God for the freedom to worship Him in the USA. (laughs) The freedom to carry my pink Bible into Starbucks, or preferably Pete's Coffee, without fear of punishment from the authorities. I guess I will at least have freedom to worship tomorrow. So, what did we do at Women of Passion after we sang a couple songs together? We talked about our distinctives, what we stand for, the things that God has pressed upon my heart as the leader for the 13 years since he birthed women of passion in my home. As I have asked him when I invited his leading about ministry and where he would have me go, what he would have me do, the same steady reply came from my Lord. Give them my word and, girl, teach them to pray. In the last five plus years, we have followed the explosion of the Christian church from Jesus' ascension into heaven in Acts chapter 1 to the arrival of the much-promised comforter, the Holy Spirit, in Acts chapter 2, to the church devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer, to the expansion of the gospel through the words and work of one Saul or Paul of Tarsus, Don't know where to find these writings? Oh, well, you can go to pastorwoman.com. 
We have followed Paul's writings to churches he established, people he loved, starting with Galatians, then the Thessalonians, back to the Corinthians, and so on. All archived on the website. The studies, that is. It seems that almost from the time of his dramatic conversion, Paul had the heart of an evangelist, but also the heart of a shepherd. He would not only teach about the life-saving work of Jesus on the cross, but also lay his hands on and pray for the healing that Jesus was meant for all to realize in his name. Is that not a blueprint for we who call ourselves the church? After studying Acts, we have tackled Paul's letters in chronological order of when they were written, beginning with Galatians, then Thessalonians, and so on, and now find ourselves in the only letters Paul wrote to individuals, First and Second Timothy and Titus. The others were all written to communities or churches. I left Women of Passion this afternoon, grabbed a quick salad, and headed for Bible study with my corporate brother some distance away. Can we talk? <laughs> Men are a different lot than women, sometimes refreshingly so. We cracked the scriptures together, looking at the lengths God went to get Saul, Paul's, attention on that Damascus road. Such a brilliant scenario. I, I do believe that God will go to great lengths to get his man and his heart. Yet there was a familiar strain that ran between the two meetings, a similar feeling that was present from my encounter with women in the augmentation of the Holy Spirit. It was the presence of God, the nearness of the Most Holy. Indeed, whether women or men gathered in the name of Jesus, inviting the presence of God through the power of the Holy Spirit, either way, in the name of Jesus, God comes. He moves and he changes us, particularly as we study his word. I have only one thing to say about that. Bring it on. We want more.